Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, do it again. Welcome to T Dolda. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing it's me, bro. good with you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Total Generous Podcast, we are back. Thank you for sticking with us. I know we had a two-week absence, but we were back in the building with K. Morgan Garrett. What's up, boys? Yo, what's going on? Um, yeah, you know, we didn't really recover well from Kevin's bachelor party. Vegas got the best of us for um, about a week, two weeks. Um, Financially, physically, <laughs> emotionally. Spiritually. Yes. You know, all of the above. All of the things. But, you know, since we've been gone, I've hit every single pick. Yeah. I haven't missed a pick. Yeah, and we'll go over that today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Haven't missed one. All right. Um, so episode one of the week, obviously, we're back to our three-episode-a-week uh, schedule. We've missed a lot. You know, we've missed a lot. We have a lot to go over. Um, we want to keep it as recent as possible, though, for you guys, because obviously you guys have know what's going on in the sports I do want to quickly touch on that Tennessee-Bama game. Yeah, that we only, were in Vegas for. Only because it, it truly was one of the best college football games that we've seen in a long time. Like that, that game was everything like truly, I mean, like the environment for us, obviously being in Vegas when it was happening, but just like, you know, there were Tennessee fans there, there were band fans there, but also like the actual game itself was, was, it was amazing. It was a great game. And again, the, you know, Tennessee volunteers, the crowd there was awesome. They tear down the goalposts, everything about the game, huge upset, throw it in the river. What was like your biggest takeaway from that game? Would you say? Well, at like as a whole, the last two regular season games that Bama has lost, yeah, has been Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We're in Vegas, yeah, and then Texas A&M when we're in Cincinnati last year, yeah. So being at big public places with tons of football fans watching these games together, watching Bama get upset, been unreal. It's been great. It's been unreal. Yeah. What's your takeaway from the game? Uh, <clears throat> a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. Uh, atmosphere was absolutely electric. Uh, cool to see it happen, you know. Yeah, um, I like awesome. I liked it more than the A and M game personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a lot of fireworks and stuff, right? Um, one thing weird, dude. The so the two the last two regular season losses that are gonna be, like be played over and over on highlight reels. Two of the worst kicks you will ever see. That both make it. Yeah. So I just think yeah. that Bama was destined to lose. They were, those kickers could not have kicked Fucking worse. Knuckleball dude, in there. Both were terrible kicks. Yeah. Uh, so I love it. It just shows that, you know. I My takeaway from this game, and this is going to sound weird considering <clears throat> the outcome, but like my takeaway is that Bryce Young is literally the best fucking player in college football. Yeah. Oh, like, without a doubt. Like, again, Hennon Hooker's having a great year. You know, he won the game. But like Bryce Young in that football game was like electric, like fucking gamer. It, it was, he it, was it, an <clears throat> absolute stud. Right, like in that it's a. He a couple times this year, but no more apparent than in that game. Uh, just absolutely keeps putting his team on his back. You yes. have to ask yourself: 100%. if they don't have Bryce Young, they're he, bad. If they yeah. have a good quarterback, right? Just a good quarterback. Yeah. If they have the, oh, an AJ McCarron, I just of the say AJ McCarron. Right? Like, like, that's what popped in my they're head. Not very what good. is Bama three loss team? At this point, they probably have two. They, yeah. I think, they no, lose I, to Texas for I sure. I think they lose Texas, they lose to Tennessee. They lose to te- they lose to A and M. And they probably yeah, the lose end, that yeah, one. Yeah, you're right. right. No, but Bryce Young didn't play against A&M. You're right. Yeah, he didn't. 
he sat that game out. So no, that's true. And their quarterback played pretty yeah. bad. So you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, like without Bryce Young, what what do they look like? Because everything yeah. else does not look very you can doesn't almost, look elite. That's you can sure. almost make an argument about Bryce Young winning the Heisman this year. More over so. His, more so than he 100%. did last if, year. If, if you're looking at who the most valuable player in the country is, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I think it's, it's Bryce Young and, and it's it's not super close. Which is crazy if you're to watching say the games. because right. Bama never has a guy that's so much better than the rest of his team. Yeah. They're never they're never built like this. They're never built Just, like this. I mean, how, that, that's I think that's an attribute to, you know, the again the level of recruitment that Kirby has put in, the level of scheme that Hypels put in at Tennessee. College yeah. football has evolved, and sure. again they've evolved with it. Nick Saban has evolved with it, and that's why he's so great. But also, you know, the <laughs> NIL, the spread of the money, and things like that. So, which is you know we'll we'll get into it. So we don't need to talk about too much about you know playoff and everything. So, right. But it's just it's really shown the evolution of college football and even Alabama in itself. But phenomenal football game. But let's get into what's currently happening. Let's talk about this most recent college football week. Um, one of the biggest games going into the weekend, probably the biggest game on paper. You have number two Ohio State um, playing number thirteen Penn State at home. Uh, Ohio State takes care of business, forty-four to thirty-one. Um, the score is not exactly, in my opinion, no, you know, much indicative closer game. of what really played on that football field. Penn State was in this football game and winning at halftime 14-13. Yeah, yeah, they were. Um, yeah, I, I think that the late defensive touchdown, you know, kind of sealed the deal for Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State's defense is, it's better. It's definitely better. And it should be when you have five stars running around all over the place. Um I think the new defensive coordinator from Oklahoma State. Jim Knowles. Yeah. Um, I think he's doing a good job. I mean, to be fair, they haven't played an offense worth a shit all year. So you got to put that in consideration. But you don't need a great defense when you have such a high-scoring, you know, electric offense. And um, one thing you can say about Ryan Day and all the criticism, you know, started on third base and everything about him. They literally lost the best receiver in the country. And not only did they not miss a beat, they might have produced the next best receiver in the country. And they, they're they just a machine. They're an absolute machine on offense, and I can't wait for them to play Michigan. Well, they only put up 13 and a half against Penn State. They got it rolling eventually, obviously. Um, Garrett, what do you think? Does this Did this game mean more to – or did it say more about Ohio State or Penn State to you? Uh, Ohio State to me um, for like I honestly I think both reasons right like it showed their vulnerability playing some act you know some decent competition they played two pretty decent teams this year yeah and offensively haven't looked great against either one of them are two good defenses I should say right like Notre, Notre Dame good defense Ohio State looked very pedestrian mm-hmm. right um, then Penn State good defense again their offense was not impressive at all um, however they figure it out though. That that was, and they didn't really figure it out that much against Notre Dame. Like like we, we right? like twenty one points. That's not nothing. Points, yeah. You know, you're not gonna you're gonna lose a lot of games scoring twenty one points. Yeah. Um, but I will give them a lot of credit, and you got to give Day credit because I think, you know, for teams that play well in the fourth quarter, I think it's coaching more yeah. often than not. And for them to find a new gear and have that swagger at Penn State mm-hmm. to just kind of go off Wide all of the game, sudden, six, right? They kind yeah. of blew it open all of the sudden. Uh, also, rip to anybody who had the under because you felt so good going into the oh, fourth quarter. Oh, you felt fucking great. Uh, but 
Yeah, I thought it said a lot about their character, right? Like, yeah. um, which to me is a common. I'm not convinced with Ohio State because they love blowing out the little guys. It's weird. They love running up the score. They love looking really good against yeah. pe- teams they don't need to. And then to me, sometimes they're the type of team that gets punched in the mouth and doesn't always punch back. And they definitely did this week. So yeah, this Ohio <clears throat> State team is. They feel like the 2019. Or was it 2019 or 2020 Ohio State team? I think it's 2020 with Justin Fields his last year there, mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, like they really haven't played anyone that good. You know, their offense, we know their offense is pretty good. Their defense is okay. So like this game, yeah, it was, but I do think Penn State's a good football team. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. So credit to Ohio State for taking care of business here. At Penn State, tough environment. But this Ohio State team, like they could be that team where it's like, they're going to be a dog to let's say let's say Georgia finishes they're 2 and 3 with Georgia and Georgia's like a minus like 5 favorite mm-hmm. and then Ohio State beats them by like 10 like Good. they could be that team this year i just don't yeah. know i just don't know still yeah, that's tough. my problem with Ohio State like we're going to find out obviously against Michigan cuz i think Michigan's also very good but Ohio State has that in them this year i just can't tell yet yeah but yeah. I do think, you know, Michigan's good, Michigan's good on, on defense. They're not that good on offense. Right. But, you know, that's another good defense <clears throat> that they're going to have to be tested against. Yeah, 100%. Uh, let's move on. Number four, TCU. Whether you love them or hate them, they're still undefeated. They beat West Virginia by 10 points. You know, at West Virginia, TCU is putting up a ton of points. I mean, what do you have? Uh, so, I mean, this is every week <laughs> it's with every TCU, week. right? Yeah. Essentially. Uh, which, I mean, to me, I, I, I don't. I don't hate it, right? Like they need to show the ability to like beat the teams handily that they should for sure. Uh, however, I do think, man, their ability to just grind and win these battles, and then kind of like it's kind of like they stay and they stay, you know, with these teams, and then they just once it like they own the end of games. TCU does, yeah, and that's I mean second that, half, they're you, second half team. That is, you know, that's a good feeling to feel yeah. like no matter where you're at in the game, get me to the fourth quarter and my quarterback, we'll be and we're gonna we're gonna beat them. Yeah, we'll be but more physical. There's a lot of confidence that comes with that. Yeah, TCU is a team for me that you know I was dead wrong with at the start of the season. I thought they were gonna be bad. You know, I I had, shit week one. Think about where they came from. Week one, they I mean beating Colorado by like seven at halftime like yeah yeah really blowing them out they lost the quarterback they lose their they lose chandler transfer from oklahoma who they thought was gonna be their guy who was good good player he beat out duggan and who's arguably a heisman candidate right yeah duggan deserves to be in the heisman talk he absolutely does um this game was a lot closer than the score they scored like the last 10 seconds of the game there was a three-point game and then they threw a touchdown to quentin johnston on like a free play also a freak yeah he's a freak um but yeah, they're they're rolling. Sonny Dykes. I mean, I said it last time. You know, credit to him. I don't. I mean, no one here thinks that they're a playoff team. But yeah. the fact that they're where they are right now and they're undefeated to this point, you got to tip your cap. I think they're going to lose a game. We. I think most people in this room, most people in the country, think they're going to lose a game. But until they do, keep. You know. Keep trucking along. Yeah. I mean, good for them. You know, yeah. keep keep them in the conversation. We'll talk about TCU later when we talk playoff. Obviously, right, but right. for me. You know, it's a great year. Keep winning, like mm-hmm. you said. You're undefeated right now. You're the you're the team to beat in the Big Twelve. And guess what? You control your destiny. Keep going. Yeah. But I mean, let's be honest. They're giving up a lot of points. A lot, a lot of points to teams that they should not be giving up a lot of points against. Um, our boys, Notre Dame, Fighting Irish, forty-one. They beat the number sixteen team, Syracuse, uh, forty-one twenty-four at Syracuse. Um, 
Never been a three team, a three loss team to make the playoff, but gotta start sometime. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> this is the year. This it gotta start sometime. Well, gotta start sometime. This is our season. What? Two things I'll say from this game. They're one, so lucky there isn't a 12 team playoff this year. Oh, God. They are so fucking. No one wants to no play wants Notre to play. Dame. Okay. Nobody. No Anyways. one. If you're ranked, yeah. watch the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. If you're in the bottom. Notre Dame is the most unpredictable team in college football this year. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like, you can go out and, you know, lose to Marshall. Yes. Play Ohio the, State tough. The teams we've beaten would blow out the teams we've lost to. North Carolina would beat the fuck yeah. out of Marshall. North Carolina is a good football <laughs> team. They are. Seven, I mean, well, 17? They have a ton of 17th offense. 17th in the nation right now. One loss. Drake, only loss. Only loss. Drake May throws the ball all over the fucking field. Yeah, and then, I mean, Notre Dame comes off a loss to Stanford, who was just inexcusable. And then they go to Syracuse in a tough environment. That's a tough place to play. Yeah. And they dominate the game. I just, I don't know. I think what the biggest thing to come out of this game and this weekend from the from this game essentially is Clemson lost their bye week, which is crazy. They lost their bye week. The ACC is taking a big hit right now. I mean, NC State, they barely beat Virginia Tech on Friday night. Yeah, you have Syracuse laying an egg. Um, I think there's Florida State lose to. I think there's another game that Wake Forest. Wake Forest. That's who it was. Wake Forest. It's like Clemson's resumes just took an absolute shit over the weekend, and they didn't even play. Oh, and yeah. te- Clemson's done nothing wrong, but they got to play us. And they got now they got to play Notre Dame. I mean, for me, this we'll talk about the game later. I just think Notre Dame might be the the worst best team in the country. Like I, I think that's the way I put it. Like, yeah, or we're the uh, or we're the best worst team in the country. I don't know. I think we're the. I worst, think you're best giving team. too much credit either way. I think you're just in a, a football like a no, but the the honest average truth, football team. The honest truth, and it kills me to say, it, is if Brian Kelly was coaching this football team, we still have one loss. I think maybe. Yeah, maybe two or like, maybe zero. You're right. Like, like yeah, maybe like we, if probably, you, we might if you beat watch Ohio the Ohio State, State yeah. Notre Dame game. Ohio State didn't look like a better team. Right. Really. Right. Right. Like they won the game. They played. Like, yeah, you would say those are two top 10 teams. Exactly. On the football field. If you play that game 10 times, could be five and five. And, that, right? and that's my and that's what's really upsetting but, about uh, this season for me. But at the end of the day, there's no like, there's still no quarterback, I feel like. But, I th- but we lost to Marshall and Stanford. You're telling me Brian Kelly wouldn't get in Tommy Reese's ear. And that's and that's what it comes down to. I'm watching the Syracuse game and there is an obvious physicality difference between our offensive line and their defensive and their right. defense period we were running it down their throats well, and we're deciding to drop there, back and there's, pass there's, in fairness there's though. no scheme that that's not a scheme that's just like i'm gonna big brother you all game but i don't yeah. have to scheme open and, I don't have we, to. and i and i think brian kelly <clears throat> and the coaching he he brought just a structure and consistency that programs need and yes. that we don't have right but now it, but the problem as well is you know i will defend tommy reese a little bit in the fact that we don't have a quarterback. That's, no, 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 no. That. But the offensive line wasn't showing that physicality early in the year. But they that, weren't uh, pushing Marshall around a lot on the line of, that of scrimmage. Is scheme, though. The, Cal was winning line of scrimmage a lot of the time in that game too. Oh, I know, but a lot of that is scheme, and part of that is because they're loading the box up, right? Like I agree with you, offensive line should have been playing better, but it's not that simple, right? Like, like they're not being put in advantageous positions because they're not scheming correctly either. But like they know what's coming. Scheme aside also too is that better coaching understands that I have a better team, period. This better team should be a Marshall that is nowhere yes. near the yeah. same ballpark. And that I to agree. me is like the coaching, the consistency. The scheme's part of it. All of those things put together. Like and that's what's really upsetting for me this year. We could have and we do have a top, you know, 15 defense in the country this year, easily. And we have three losses. Yeah. Like, that's what's upsetting for me. And, and that's and, and that's going to be the tale of the very bad. And, like, if our losses 
had been to uh, Syracuse and North Carolina. Yeah. Right? We're probably Makes sense. A, we're probably having a different conversation right Makes now. Makes sense. Right? Like, the problem is they're showing the potential and, and just... That's and to upsetting. me, it's 100% coaching. That's what's upsetting. All right, you have the number one Georgia Bulldogs beating uh, Florida 42-20. to 20. This game was pretty close at times. World's greatest or largest cocktail party. Yes, in Jacksonville. This game was pretty close at times. You know, <laughs> closer uh, than the score. There was a moment in the third quarter where I think Florida was down, what, it wasn't 10? close. was not close at halftime. Right, but no, in the third quarter, they yeah, came they back. Yeah, they made a little bit of a I think it was down move. 10. I mean, I'm kind of on this thing right now with the Georgia Bulldogs, right? I don't know if they're as good as we thought. Uh, I think uh, you throw this game out. This is a game that no matter what team is where, they're going to play each other as tough as they possibly can but because this the, is a huge rivalry. But the Missouri game. game was close, as we know. Agreed. The, what was the other game they played really close that I can't think of right now? They're, yeah, it was against South a Carolina. real no, bad team. Yeah, South real bad team. Um, yeah, it wasn't Vanderbilt. <laughs> Who the fuck was it? Anyway, but like this is kind of like that. I mean, again, and they beat Florida by 22 points. That's That's good. That's a good SEC win. It is. A big rivalry game. Um, I just, I don't know. Kent State. I don't, it was Kent State, yes. They yeah. beat him by like, what, 10? 17, but. Right. For the majority of the game, it was like 3 to 10. <laughs> it's like a one, a one possession game. Yeah. So, <laughs> for me, it's kind of like, <clears throat> this is not, like, <clears throat> I'm just going to say, this is not last year's Georgia team, and they're not better than last year's Georgia team. We're going to find out this weekend. We're going to find and out. We're going to talk about that later, but I, I agree with I you. I just don't think they're last year's Georgia team. But I'm, I'm going to actually give them some like leeway from this past weekend because like I said, every time they play Florida, it is an absolute rival game. There is no other team in the country. I truly believe this, that Kirby wants to beat the shit out of more than Florida because I, I know you say Bama because he coat all that, but when he played at Georgia, like, they absolutely hated Florida. That was the one game they wanted to win. An, and you can their, see inner, it in his... their inner division you, bigger than their conference. You can see it, it sure. in his, like, coaching, the, his pregame talks that get leaked. Like, he hates Florida. Yeah. And I think he kind of is, like, feels that pressure to beat the shit out of them. And it's just a tough game regardless because both teams are fired up to play this game in Jacksonville. And I think there's a lot of hype. I mean, we don't see it as much on the other side of the country. But I think there is a just a buzz in the air around this game. And I think it's going to be close no matter who's ranked where. And this game wasn't close, but I think you got Florida's best effort more is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think Georgia is that good still. I think okay. that they are literally sleepwalking through the season right now. They never look like they're putting that much effort in. And so they're they, still winning. They better wake up this weekend. I, I, I think it's a <laughs> dangerous and bad game to play. But I don't think we're... I don't think that they're I, showing up. Okay. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma State. Gets oh my shut God. the fuck yeah. out. Definitely the uh, biggest State. shock of the week. The biggest shock. Yeah. Maybe the biggest shock of the season for like, me up to this point. This Notre was, Dame. again. I'm saying one single game. Obviously, our group chat going off in the morning. We're talking lines. We're talking bets. And it's like Kansas State minus one against Oklahoma State, who's top 10. You know, only lost to TCU. And even in that game, they should have won. Like, this should be an auto bet Oklahoma State, right? And then they just get fucking. And all, oh, by the way, backup quarterback for Kansas State. And they yeah. get absolutely dog walked. This game and the other game we're not gonna talk about. Wake Forest, like two fraud lines that were like, this is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, Wake minus three. Yeah, at Louisville. At Louisville, we're like these games are these are free money. Yeah, and they both get absolutely blown out. I mean, this game was inexcusable for Oklahoma State. Like you come off a big win, um, man. Gundy, you got to look at Gundy. And a guy that I like 
Sanders, I was praising early in the season, and he has really fallen off the map. Dude, I've never liked Sanders. I told you, he's not that good. Dude, he's, I, he's, I think he, I, he was having a good year. I think the last few weeks have been really, really bad. Really, really bad. Drew Pine hey, over Sanders. Drew Pine might be the best quarterback. Okay, we got to stop talking about Notre Dame. We're going to limit so we Notre Dame. We barely did. We, we barely we, talked about we, it. 19 minutes, we've probably talked about Notre Dame for Liar. seven. All right. Number 19, Kentucky, six. At number three, Tennessee, 44. Tennessee, baby. They're the real. Wow. Will Levis, not real. Fake uh, is fake. I mean, just let's just. Fake. You want to talk about the call biggest fuck, Will call Levis fucking hater guy? Spade a spade, yeah. dude. Like, the guy is not. He's not an NFL quarterback. No. Like, I don't know his stat liner now, but I know he had three interceptions. I don't even think he threw for 100 yards in this game. Like, dude's he not was it. terrible. Dude's not it. And against a very bad secondary. Tennessee's not Kentucky. a good defense. Yeah, and a bad secondary for Kentucky yeah, or I for love Tennessee. It. But, yeah, I, I think I think Tennessee now. What did this show to you? Yeah. I think Tennessee now, like any, which I don't I don't think that they were lacking it, right? But, like, they're at a whole new level now with, yeah. the, with that the swagger that they confidence, have, the confidence. Everything. Dude, they feel like Bama's the big dog, right? Like, no matter what, Bama's always going to be at least for the foreseeable future, that that team, right? Yeah. And when you go in and you beat by beat Bama, and you know you beat Bama, and I feel like they took Bama's best shot, basically, in the Tennessee game. Like, Bama, like, I think they took their best shot for the most part, and they still beat them. They feel like, no matter who lines up against we're the best team. Oh, number 19 or whatever? Yeah, we're going to blow the shit out of you guys. Yeah. Like, you don't even belong. The, I think, to me fucking dangerous this game said more about tennessee than the bama win because we've seen bama get sniped and the teams can snipe bama but what what do they do the rest of the year after they do it right and for them to play uh i kentucky i've been critical of kentucky but they're a solid they're a top 25 football team like they have a good roster were like were yeah well like as far as like you're saying in total <clears throat> good run game Good defensive run good game. Team. Physical team. Yeah, like they're a yeah, good they're football good team. team. A, a potential first round quarterback. Potential first round pick or first round quarterback. If like, there's a coach or a GM that takes Will Levis, like there will be, dude. Top fifteen picks. Oof, that's probably borderline. <sighs> to, even uh, even top twenty, like I want to be very frustrated. One thing I do want to bring up that we didn't really talk about a previous game is, first off, it's Josh Heupel. No one saw this coming. No, everyone was like, "This fucking hire sucks." Like it what was are just they... weird, but one hire that most people liked, who I I wasn't really a fan of, you were a big fan of, is hmm. Billy Napier. Like, yeah, they're in all kinds of trouble down there. I disagree. You think it's just he's got to you give him a year to get his yeah culture yeah. in place. It's it's gonna take a year. Dan Mullen did not have strong recruiting classes when he left that program. It was a completely different system than they're running now. Like. Give him this year. And again, they've played teams tough. Like, yeah, they lost to Georgia, all, but it was a good football game. All like, four, they beat man, they're not they're not good. They're a bad they're, football team. They're not a bad football team. They're just an whatever they're, football team this year. Like But the they, thing they about are who they are. That's fine. I mean talk about Tennessee. This isn't about Florida. Gotta call the guy out. But Tennessee, I mean, their offense is electric. We all know that. Their run defense is really, really good. If there's one caveat to this team, it's their pass. You know, their pass defense. Well, not if. It is. Yeah, it's yeah they're 131 I mean, they're, in the country yeah, out of 132. They're terrible. But, I mean, regardless. <clears throat> regardless, giving up six points, period, is impressive. You know, like. I just don't think teams can score with them. Well, I think that's their their def their best defense so is their offense. In yeah. The sense, right? like, like, once you start blowing a team out, you force them to change their game plan. Especially a team like Kentucky. 
right? Like, yeah. like you know, if you don't, if you're not a, a a high octane offense, and you get down by two, three scores to Tennessee, like you're not going to come back running the ball. Yeah, exactly. You need to short. You, you need to you know multiply your possessions by scoring mm-hmm. quick. Um, th- that helps their defense, puts them in predictable situations, which I think is what happened. Yeah, we'll talk more Tennessee obviously later, but very very impressive win. All right, last game, huge rivalry game in East in uh. Was this in Michigan State or Michigan? Either way. It was in Michigan. Michigan. It was a big house. Yep. All right. In Ann Arbor. The one tunnel. Number four, Michigan beats uh, Michigan State 29-7. Again, we'll talk about the the uh, tunnel incident later on. But as on the football field, um, Michigan just takes care of business again. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about Michigan State now, I guess you could say. I mean, as far as a program goes, Mel the Tucker. team, I think that was number 10 in the country going into the season fighting for bowl eligibility at this point number 10 and no one had a problem with it yeah and it was like yeah okay. you know it was like okay yeah yeah they had a good year last year yeah, yeah. the tens. you thought hey they're gonna be tough out quarterback came back you yeah. know like they're gonna no one's gonna walk on him mm-hmm. yeah i thought uh i watched a pretty good amount of that game uh, man michigan is tough right like yeah. in the sense that they Physical. just they just grind you through like it was a pretty close game for you know it was like within i mean although being down by a touchdown to michigan feels like two compared to most schools right. right but like it wasn't a blowout but like you just felt like man they, they're uh, tough they're tough man they're like this... you're you're gonna have to beat them for four quarters mm-hmm. they're like, the toughest team as far as like at the line of scrimmage because like georgia is obviously incredibly physical but like michigan runs the football better than them yeah and i think that's the difference is like michigan at the offensive line like they're gonna push you around yeah like, i do like a, a they're tough i do and like Blake quorum's a fucking stud yeah i do like a, a michigan georgia matchup again i love that matchup Ooh, yeah dude, right? like just the way that they play you know mm-hmm. they're, they're like i fear like uh won't get into it too much but like a tennessee or even a bama for that matter ohio state these teams that can that can hang some points yeah i hate that for michigan because if they give up a well, couple question, big plays it could yeah, the yeah. question the question's the quarterback for me. You know, JJ yeah. McCarthy, he's got all these expectations and he hasn't had to do much. Well, you don't know. Yeah. Exactly. He hasn't had to do much yeah. because they do have this dominant and running style. Harbaugh will not ask him to do anything if he can. I mean, I think this Ohio State Michigan game, you know, we're really we're we're headed toward a collision course. We're going to find out about both teams yeah, on, really quick. That's the uh what? Immovable object. Yeah. Unstoppable force That's right exactly there. what it is. Yeah. So it is. And I, I can't wait. It. But the funny thing is like you almost think Michigan is better all around than Ohio State, almost from what I've seen. Right. Because I know they have a good defense. I know they can run the football. Yeah, but I know Ohio State's got a pretty decent defense. And they know they're going to, and their offense is just. But I know it's decent, you know, and I don't know that they're like really good on yeah. defense. Like I know Michigan's really good on defense. I yeah. know Michigan can run the fucking football. But you, that's both sides of the ball. Then that, I think yeah, you that's feel like I, if, um, I know a little bit more about them. Yeah. You feel like a Michigan. And I also thought that they handled Penn State a lot. Like, but that's different. When though. Michigan beat Penn State, that was like fun. I don't think they you can compare that. You can't compare that. Why? Because Penn it's State exactly for, the same team. But Penn State always plays Ohio State tough, no matter what. It's always a close it doesn't game. Fucking matter. I think it does matter. I think <laughs> matchups matter. matter. Matchups and styles matter. Well, I don't know. I think the, the rival. You're, you're talking about mentally. I don't know what it is, but they for some reason it always plays them tough. Like, huh. I, I don't know. It's just always like they every time they play each other. Regardless, there is a collision course in that Big Ten that's going to yeah. go down with those top two teams. I'm yep. here for it. Yep. All right, let's get to the NFL. Uh, Ravens Bucks 27-22. I mean, we can talk about the Bucks who are blue in the face. I mean, we talk about them almost weekly at this point, but yeah, three straight losses. Yeah, I mean, it's it would have been so much better if Brady just retired and stayed retired, <laughs> because now we would have never had anything bad to say about him. We never have this bad taste in our mouth, and obviously, he's still going to be the greatest of all time, and. 
but he would have went out like pretty much on top with a you know a freak play that the Rams beat him in the playoffs, and he still could have rode off in the sunset. I gotta say, dude, you go from the goat, most winning quarterback in NFL history, could have literally left the sport with a Super Bowl victory as your last game, having dispelled the thought that it was Belichick over you. Yeah. And you also have fucking supermodel wife. Like, you're going to go live off with your millions. Oh, my God. Now you're, you lost the wife. Falling apart. <laughs> you're, 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 your team's <laughs> falling apart. Like, the Patriots are maybe better than your team now, <laughs> and they have Mac Jones as their fucking quarterback. Baby I mean, goat. Dude, yeah. it's like, it's dang, you changed crazy. that narrative pretty quick. It's fucking crazy. Could have rode off into the sunset. Now you're riding off a cliff. Wanna, we'll talk a little bit about the Bucks later because I think they apply to one of our conversations in yeah, episode later two. In episode. But yeah. obviously, obviously down bad. Uh, Falcons, Panthers. This was one of my upsets that I thought I was going to have. 37 34, Falcons get the job done. In a. This game was drunk. This was the most, like. I turned the game off, I think, three different who want, times. Who no. wants to lose more? Yes. This was actually the one weekend where I really watched all the games. Like, I really yeah, was every done. single game you watched. I yeah. watched, like... I felt that way about this game. But again, I turned it off, like, multiple times. Like, so DJ Moore obviously gets the touchdown. You know, 10 seconds left on the clock. They what go down. Throw. Throws his helmet. 15-yard penalty. Idiot. They go back. Kicker misses it. And to be honest with you, I actually don't mind the DJ Moore taking off his helmet thing. Emotional thing. Like kicker, he should still make that field what's it, goal. What's like, it end which up one? Be, what's it end up being with the fifteen yards? I think it was forty-eight yards. That's not a chip shot. That's not dude. a chip That's shot. That's a tough. But no, the no, other no, one no. was no. The, the other <laughs> one. Well, I'm not talking. Was. about Look, I got no defense for the <laughs> so then, for the so overtime yeah. one. So he but you it. you you force your kicker because no, yeah. you take your helmet yeah. off to kick a fifty-yarder, no, and it's it. the kicker's fault. No, I, no, I'm not saying it's his fault. You know, they came out and said there shouldn't have been a penalty. Why? The helmet, because he was technically off the field. When he took it off, yeah, but they didn't call he walk that. back onto the field without his helmet on? Uh, they always call. I that. don't know. I'm yeah. fine with the call because they always call. It's that. a celebration. They always call that. But yeah, so then they go to overtime. Falcons throw a pick. C.J. Henderson returns it inside the uh, red zone to like the 25 or something mm-hmm. like that. They're inside. Kicker misses a 30 yarder. I mean, you want to talk about inexcusable? I mean, I and again we. This game's so almost so irrelevant. Both these teams suck. But the Falcons are the first place team. That, the, that's why it, this game. That's why we're talking wild. about this the game. NFC South is terrible. Wild. The NFC South might be. This might be the worst conference I've ever seen. Yeah, the actually the N- NFC East, East has been bad yeah. before. But usually, like the Cowboys are still. No, they're good. not. They were not good. They that are year. good. The Cowboys are Stop. always good. You believe you want the to Cowboys play that. are always good <laughs> since they've had Zeke. I've been on. Stop. And they're better without him. No, Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony, Tony Pollard's Pollard good. Yeah. We'll talk to them in a little bit, but. Um. Yeah, let's move on. I mean, yeah, just, what a drunk game. But is it fun game? Is fun. it weird that there's two first round pick quarterbacks on the bench and PJ Walker gives the Panthers the best opportunity to win? I don't know that he does. I'll be honest. Uh, they're playing better with him. Are they? But they're playing better with him, not playing better because of him. There's a difference. Maybe. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think they're trying to get through the year and see which quarterback they get in the first round. Yeah. Give Sammy D a chance, man. Stop. Let him spit. Come on. Let's go, baby. Come on. Let's go. All right. Uh, Vikings 34, Cardinals 26. I mean, I think the only thing in this game that we need to speak on is the fact that the Vikings are, what is it, 7-1 and one now? 6-1. Six 6-1. And one. Six and one. It's quietly. Like, quietly just kind of doing Are they the thing. worst 6-1 team we've seen? That's what yeah, I was going to say, I dude. So. I, what, but what is what do they have to do to get your like, their I respect? Know. Like, like, to be fair, like, what are they doing wrong? 
What's, your, pro- all what's your problem with them? Their defense no, is good. I, I'm, they, I'm starting to buy into points. I think I think it's just Kirk Cousins. I think we Skill know. position players are yeah, good. I actually, I actually think Kirk Cousins is good. You know, he so hit. like I think I'm one of the five percenters in the world that I'm okay with Kirk Cousins. No, I don't think he's bad. Like, I how just many, think he's... How yeah. many QBs in the league are better than Kirk Cousins? Like, rough estimate. We don't got to go through them. Yeah, 10 to 12. Okay, is that that bad? No, no he's not. And then if you have elite <laughs> skill position thing. players... Which he does. And then you have a good defense, which, which they do. They do. Okay I, defense. I actually it's an okay defense. defense. Yeah, it's not that good. good. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad either. Like, yeah. I like Hendricks it's a opportunistic. lot. Obviously, I love Harrison Smith. Patrick Peterson's aging. Do I think, the two, do I think Patrick Peterson can still cover like the elite one one? Probably not though. It's you like know? Harrison like, Smith is old too. Like shut the fuck up about Harrison Smith. Okay, <laughs> I'll don't, defend don't him you to the fucking death. bring his name. But yeah. I agree. I there's something about the Vikings. I just I just can't buy in. I mean, they like, got Zadarius Smith now, who's a dude. I mean, they're well. they're like, probably I mean, dude, this defense is like the second best team in the NFC. See, oh, that's where I'm, I don't that's know about where you're that. Wrong. I, yeah, that's where I'm off. Arguably, we'll, we'll go over that. But it's like, arguable because of their record, of course, and the team they lost to is probably number one. Like, you know, okay, cool. Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Yeah, right. I mean, does anybody believe that? Uh, no. Okay, then that's I don't want to hear the record says. argument. No, no I'm, I'm saying, saying like NFC wise, like who in the NFC is like? I can, there's three. I mean, there's a couple teams, teams. easily that I think are better yeah, than them. I agree. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're 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 a good team. Okay. All right, Dolphins 31, Lions 27. I'm just gonna move on. I think this game's pretty relevant. No, I I actually disagree. Oh, I think this got? game says a lot about the Dolphins, and I see it. I think it says a lot about Tua. They were down big in this game. They did not panic. Um, I actually live bet them at halftime when they were down ten. Okay. And I think it's time. Sick flex. Oh my god. I no. I think it's time to give Tua credit. I've been critical Say sorry. of him. You hate him. Not sorry yet, but he's you, not bad. Okay, so he's not good yet. But I think he's Where not are you bad. going with this? Well, okay, so we're oh, it's time to give Miami their credit. They beat the fucking Lions because <laughs> they were down in the game. Oh my god, being down by ten to the Lions is like a tie game. Like, like I, the, the Lions have won one game, just, and they I, give up. I, their defense is I dog shit. But so it's Lions, like are the Lions that bad? Yes. Yes. All right, fine. And but, they're, and for damn sure their defense. But def- they fucking fight. All right. Yeah, they do. But they're tough fight. as hell, dude. But their defense is. <laughs> For sure, that bad. bad. So uh, save me if I have Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, uh, to a good running game, and I'm like, oh, down ten. Like that's fucking nothing to the Dolph- to the True. Lions. Like I don't give them credit. Like you don't get. I found out a lot about Miami when they beat Detroit. But like I, think, I don't give I know, them credit. No, but for I that. think Miami is. teams in the past would have folded in this game. Like the eight and eight Miami teams we've seen for the last eight years. I, I mean, agree. they would have folded I mean, I in this the game. They would have folded against the one and six Lions. No, I think the point. I think is so. That like, from what we've seen in the NFL this year, like, there's a lot of tough teams. I still think the Lions are a tough football team. Like, they're not going to let you just roll over and beat them. And I still think that showed that in this game. Well, I think. I my, think. I think it says more this. about. I think it, it says more about Miami that they gave up 27 points in the first half to Detroit so than it does that they were able to come back and win the second half. Yeah, I mean, Detroit's been there. putting up... I'm not going to defend Detroit, but they've been putting up numbers. I will. Love them. I, I like Detroit. Don't get me wrong. Bryce, Bryce Young on this team next year? Come on. Who, who's Dangerous. in line to get the number one draft pick? Lions. And we're going to give Miami credit. We're going to say we Tua deserve... Like, they're not that bad. Give you know Tua that. his flowers. Like, traditionally, number one over, no, the number one overall team have been very, very bad. I don't think the Lions are very, I agree, very bad. But they're I also, think that's what he's saying. I completely agree. Yeah, they're not that bad. They also aren't good enough for you to give. Well, Miami. It's where, it's where you're putting the Dolphins. Where you're putting the Lions, right? If you think the Dolphins are a playoff team, 
then yeah, they that should payroll, take care they of business. better be. Yeah, they should take care of business, which I agree with. However, I also think that the Lions are a tough football team and they, they didn't roll over in that football they game. They never roll they over. They're not gonna they're not gonna give up. Dan Campbell, yeah, that's just what we're about. In, I mean, uh, to be fair, twenty the, the Lions last handful of games, twenty nine to zero. <laughs> oh, that was the Patriots. That was a twenty four waxing. Twenty four to six. Those were their last two games. So the last two games, they, that, they got they it scored fifty three to Before six. Before that, they were okay? rolling. Jesus. Like I'm just saying, like let's not. What do you do with Jared Goff, dude? He's not playing because that he's bad. not playing. It's bad. not the That's offense's fault. That's my problem. Like if I'm a, if I'm a. In, in but Detroit. the problem is like, what's the trade value for him? Zero. Nothing. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. You're gonna have to release him and then just get young. He, he's a cheap, cheaper Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Right. Like. Well, yeah. just, just as expensive. He's pretty honestly. expensive. I mean, he's now, not a big deal. In the future, he will. I mean, be cheaper. He, no. I mean, yeah. Trade value wise, not contract. <laughs> cheaper will be cheaper. Yeah. All right. Uh, Saints twenty four Raiders zero. This is obviously in. <laughs> uh, this is at the Saints Park in Superdome. Um. I, I was talking to a Raider fan the other day, and I just I just said, I don't know. I have nothing I, to say. I said, I don't know. I don't have much on this other than that, uh, dude, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams lost the trade. <laughs> yeah. Like, they both lost, which I Neither of them were happy. I didn't think that was going to happen, but they both are fucking I, huge losers. I'm speechless about both the Raiders. Both organizations and both players are just so unhappy. Right I'm now. speechless. Like, I, I don't want to kick a dead dog, but... Dude. I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand. On paper, because, again, it does not on make paper, sense. where are they that bad? Like, Dude, no way. I don't think they're head coach. that bad. And that's my thing is, like, we've seen Get him be Dan a head coach Campbell before. to the Raiders they'd undefeated. Be a, they'd be so tough. Yeah. Like they'd fight for yeah. every inch. Every I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of going off topic, I want but them to get another yard is <laughs> well, they give up a billion yards. <laughs> you blitz every <laughs> night. I I think remember exactly. And they play does the this, Lions. Does this say? Like how elite Bill Belichick is, just all these assistants that just go be head coaches are just fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, does he just have the answers? He gets the most out of his players and his coaches, I guess. Uh, and I then like they just or maybe off. it says a lot. Like like I don't know. Maybe Bill Belichick's that good. His coaches really aren't. <laughs> maybe yeah. you can look at it so many ways. Yeah. But you're uh, right. I mean, like it, it's same with Saban. That's <laughs> they, true. Yeah. You know, you get uh, fired, you go over there, then you come right back, and you're better again. And you get another job somewhere else. Yeah. This is how it works. At least Saban's but, assistants go and win. Do they though? Besides Kiffin, Kirby. Kirby. Uh, well, Kirby. Yeah, he's the Dabo? different breed. Dabo was never a coach for Saban. He just yeah. played there. Yeah, he played yeah. at Bama. Not for Saban though. Oh. Either way, uh, Mel Tucker. I just don't get. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I just don't get the Raiders, and I was someone that was really high on the Raiders. Dude, I was too. I I thought they were gonna be nasty this yeah. year. Yeah, and we'll talk about them a little bit later. But I think there's there's some questions that. From an organizational standpoint, that they need to look themselves in the mirror and officially make, in the Bryce make, Young sweepstakes, make some real decisions. Fucking crazy, which would be nasty. Be All right, uh, we got the Patriots. They take down the Jets, twenty-two to seventeen. Jets at home. Garrett, how do you feel? Uh, I think the Jets were due for this a little bit. A little bit of a letdown game. Yeah. Um, you know, I I didn't. I think this was hundred percent for the most part on the Jets. I don't want to take away the credit of the Patriots. Sound like a salty Jet fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the Patriots looked good. I thought that the Jets just flat didn't uh, made a bunch of bad mistakes. Wilson looked terrible. Uh, turned the, I mean the fact that he can throw three horrific interceptions. They had a couple, and this is just the bias in me. Uh, call, terrible calls go against them. Uh, pick six was horrific. That was that was a bad, that call. Was a bad call. That was a really bad that was a call. horrific call. Simultaneous. 
picks that got called back on roughing the passer. Crazy. Was it the Bears, Cowboys. A, yeah, the Bears, Cowboys. And then the Jets, Patriots. Yeah. It's bizarre. And they're uh, both bad calls. And uh, like the Jets still had opportunity to win the game. Probably still realistically should have won the yeah. game. Uh, I just I think that they just came out like shit. Didn't didn't capitalize. And, and then Wilson, I don't know if it was, you know, Brees being out and he felt like he needed to do more. Uh, but he, I mean, he threw for a career high, but it just... Is the confidence wavering in Wilson? No, no. I, I mean, to me, like, okay, that was his. Technically, that would have been game one of season two, right? Right, like in terms of how much Actual he's actually played, um, right? I mean, do I think that he looks incapable of like having a second and third year growth? Absolutely not. Um, he just, you know, he just he needs to start showing up. Don't get me wrong, but this talk of get rid of him, move on—that's that's ludicrous, man. I that doesn't make any sense. It's weird as. I'm going to compare him to Burrow or just like, yeah, compare in a way is like, I think when you look at the talent wise, I think Wilson has more talent than a lot of people like yeah. arm strength, ability, mm-hmm. escapability. Dude, his escapability is off you the know, charts. He's got yeah. really good intangibles, but like I just, the IQ and leadership on the field is my thing right now. And I think well, Burrow has those, oh, those intangibles, yeah. but he doesn't have the physical tools that a guy like Wilson so, has. To me, know? this is Wilson's going to, it's like Herbert and Burrow. It's, you know, it's I, and I, think, and I think Zach Wilson's in that. Wilson's getting now. a ton of heat this week. He is. And he should, but like, yeah. uh, you know, Wilson is that guy I think who has relied and been lazy because of all his talent. Yeah. And he's really having, he's realizing now more than ever, Hey, dude, this is fucking NFL. And let's be like, honest. you don't get to just play backyard football unless you're literally Patrick Mahomes. Like, you don't get to do that. <laughs> it's very rare. Yeah, but like, also, it's like even even worse. It's you're playing the Patriots, who are coached by a legend. We'll never let that slide. Who does not allow if you play like that, you're fucked. And that's yeah. what happened. And, and hopefully, think, this is just like a big learning point for him. Yeah. Because up until this point, his last like eight games was not turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. Had one like bottom. 10 in the league in turnovers as a quarterback. Like, yeah. wasn't doing a whole lot else either. Belichick but. just finds ways to do that to yeah. guys, though. He really does. They so. can play left-handed. Jets are still in the playoff picture. Still in the playoff they picture. Are. They yeah, are. They and are. The crazy part is the Patriots kind of are, too, and a team that we didn't think was Yeah, they're going to lose great. this week, though. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Patriots are a playoff team. <laughs> but they find ways to win. No, like, the Jets are so better well. than it's the like, Patriots. It's like Patriots-Steelers. It's, like, it's like any week they might win. Like, shit. True. I don't know. True. Steelers are a little worse. But anyway. All right. Uh, 49ers. 31. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm skipping the Steelers game. Eagles, 35. Steelers, 13. AJ Brown show. Three yeah. tugs. It was probably my are one you, of... Are we ready to say that? We talked a little bit about the Vikings, but are you ready to say the Eagles are the best team in the NFC? Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. They're the best team in the NFC. I'm not there. Um, Neutral field, Cowboys, Eagles. With Dak. Oh, yeah. Eagles. I get Cowboys. I think the Eagles Neutral are... field, Eagles, Niners. Eagles, Niners by thirty. Eagles, yeah. okay. I think interesting. I, I think the Eagles are just so deep in so many of the important spots. Um, They're very good. Don't get me wrong. I, I just think when push comes to shove, I think a good defense is going to beat is going to get to Jalen Hurts. That's that's just what my gut tells <clears> me. <throat> I think defensively they're very good. I think they're elite up front, and I think their secondary may be the best secondary in football. Um, I just, I just, I'm not ready to say that Jalen Hurts is that guy. Like, I think AJ Brown's a difference maker. That's a fact. He has he turned did. around that team. My favorite with moment draft pick yeah. from this game was not with a draft pick with a trade. Sorry. His second, I think it was his second touchdown. 
when two guys were on him. Yeah. And they were laying on the floor and he just pointed at both of them. My favorite was the Stomp the Yard <laughs> hard, celebration. The Stomp the, the, the Yard was, was great. No one was talking about it. The announcer was like, I don't understand the celebration. And I was like, they're stomping the yard. Yeah, come like, on, come on. This is Neo back in the you day. You know what team they're they're like, this when he was when he was pointing at him though, and they're both laying on the ground like you and you, and of course it's a flag, but like no one in America wanted that to be a flag. Like yeah, everyone was, was that's the kind of shit I hate, dude. Fired up. Yeah, that's well, kind of like you do that. No celebrations too much. Like, you do, <laughs> yeah. but you're like, you're like hey, there's certain plays where the refs got look not look at each other. Yeah, they do yeah. whatever they want on this one. Like, this one, there's no penalty. You just coming. went over two guys and they're laying on the ground. Yeah. And you just moss yeah. two people them, at once. And I think one of them was Minka Fitzpatrick, too. Like, oh, I don't know who. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It might have been. Like, I mean, we're talking about elite safety. You oh, know what top. I mean? Like, AJ Brown's been worth every penny of that 25 mil. Yep. Arguable, arguable MVP. I mean, he's considering been, what he's done to this team and this organization. Yeah, he's. So. Yeah, he's. What he's done to Jalen Hurts. I'm just saying. It's, what it's, he's done to Jalen Hurts. It's been good. All right. Uh, Niners, 31. Rams, 14. In the Rams' place. Boy. Eight straight wins for the Niners against the Rams in the regular season. CMC, obviously incredible difference maker. I mean, I can go on and on. See why I'll give you the floor on this one first. I do have a, I do have a take. Yeah, though. you picked the Rams in this game. That's why he wants you to first. Yeah, I mean, shoot, it's just... He just hates the Niners, that's why. No, it's impressive. I mean, the Niners, what they've done, and they just... Why don't you tell, don't you tell the pod what you forgot? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> Yeah, this is actually oh. a true take. So I was making the game picks, and I saw Debo out with the hamstring. So I'm like, oh, no Debo? Pick the Rams. I'm like, oh. We made our picks, and I go, huh. Forgot they got CMC. I forgot the <coughs> CMC guy. Weird thing to forget. Yeah. The really guy weird. runs a sports podcast and doesn't know that I just the did, biggest trades. Cody, I just didn't put two and two together that honest, he was honest, be dude, up I to kind, speed. I just don't believe you. I yeah, mean, I just don't believe he you. Texas, he is, oh, I just don't I believe you. They had CMC. Yeah, right. That's been like the, all we've been talking about the last two weeks. I mean, poor shit. Good. I mean, that is a good. I mean, they if they played the Rams every week, they'd be undefeated. So <laughs> I'll take that. Fuck. Yeah. Here's a question but for you. What? Who's a better football player? Okay. CMC or Debo Samuel? Oh, don't don't get this wrong, Kev. Oh my God! Now you're scaring me. It's Christian. This McCaffrey. is yeah. This is not that Christian McCaffrey's not that player. close. I think it's pretty close. Based no, like, off of what? I like unless you're taking you, health what, into no, account. It, no, because when health, CMC doesn't have the to. ability. CMC is just as good a receiver as Debo. Well, That's yeah. what I was gonna say. If if probably no, better. I think honestly. CMC could legitimately be an elite slot receiver in the NFL. The different. The, the only reason I think CMC is. I think you're fine. You're right. That's fine. I don't have an argument with it. I just think Debo has an ability to run full speed and hit a guy and bounce off and hit another guy full speed and bounce off and score a touchdown. Has, where CMC has is more run full of an speed and make everybody miss him. Yes, he's it's is an elusive. Is that more valuable? So I just don't I mean I don't know. I I, I don't know if they're I think CMC is the, the right answer, the popular answer, but I, think, I think it's closer than Okay. How you many think. times has Debo rushed for 1400 yards <laughs> he's a well receiver technically so okay fine how many times has debo went over 100 catches in a year i don't know the answer i don't right know now. The answer, but the but point the because point is, you know what christian has and he's a running back that's crazy but so, yeah here's a thought, he's caught and, he, like, and he's had over a thousand receiving yards in a year he's went a thousand plus receiving yards has he yeah he went oh that's uh, crazy he went for like uh, so 1100 he's elite he's 108 elite. catches or something like that 1100 yards and rushed for 1450 that same year it's not that close i know i know we do the you know the nfl does the top 100 
you know, NFL players mm-hmm. in the season. I mean, if you really were to break it down and like truly think like as a football player, like Christian McCaffrey is top five at worst. Like truly. Like where else would you have him? Healthy. It's so hard to compare. Yeah, it's hard to players yeah. uh, because the positions are so different. Top five so, offensive player. He's so different than everyone say, else. I mean, too. think about it. I don't I'm know gonna, that I'm you gonna can have like... I'm gonna have Mahomes in there, I'm gonna have CMC in there, I'm gonna have Michael Parsons in there, I'm gonna have Aaron Donald in there. I, it's so I, I'm you know, sure I'm off have, the bat. I don't know how you can even yeah. Josh Allen. You know, there's so many, there's so many things again. But again, like, but to your point, let's talk about deeper Niner stuff. Like Debo's for sure, let's say top 20, 25-ish, you know, and then you got Kittle, who's gonna be right around there. Okay, enough then, sucking Niners dick. I'm, but the fuck? Let's hey, real quick, just, I just the I'm, point is like we're fucking elite now, so move Debo on. Debo has one year, and I know he's younger and stuff. Debo has one year over a thousand yards last year, 77 receptions. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey averages per 16 game season like 75 catches a year, yeah, not including his Debo running. also had like eight rushing touchdowns last year. Like the versatility is there but for both, and that's just what we crazy, need, crazy stat from this game. Different. So, CMC obviously threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, ran a touchdown, first time oh. in. 17 years since or something like that. 2005 since LTD. LT. Third time in alpha history. But there's a guy that we don't talk about enough. I know LT. Crazy crazy stat though. So CMC's he was. CMC had 30 air yards on his touchdown pass that he threw. Yeah, it was a bomb. It's awesome. The Niners have had three balls go over 30 yards for touchdowns. What are you getting at here? Dude, you would, you would, dude, you would. What are you getting at? I'm just, you I'm know just, exactly what he's just saying. saying. Just saying. Do you have something to say? No, I'm just stating a crazy stat. That's, That's crazy. So funny. That's just a crazy. That's so funny. 30 yards. 30 That's crazy. And do we have the Bengals on here later? Okay, we do. Yeah, we do. All right. Uh, Seahawks 27. It's Giants. Same record. Giants 13. Um, I think the first place Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I think it's kind of been a uh, just a you know everyone's talking about it is just the historic rise of Geno Smith. I mean, we're talking about a guy that is dude's a dude. People going to the season, and I was one of them. I said I think the Seahawks are going to be the worst team in the NFL this year. Yeah, number one pick. I think I had too. Yeah, and guess what? We're talking about like, fuck. Do you sign Geno Smith to a legitimate contract now? I mean, and like we're halfway through the season having that conversation. It's not like we're three weeks in and he's played well. He's been good every week. They're so bought into him too. Like it's they, awesome. They beat the Giants, who were five and one going to this game. Frauds. But the <clears throat> Seattle, I mean, what they're doing is crazy. I mean, hats off to Geno Smith. I did not buy him. I didn't buy him a few weeks ago when we talked about him. But yeah. he's Dude, all he's doing is winning football games. I'm not a big fan of him personally, right. but but I gotta give the guy credit where hats off to Pete Carroll too. Right? Yeah. Like Pete Carroll, give give the guy his credit. Um I mean, again, clearly wholesale, wholesale of the team. Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson, like and, their best players, and he, their leaders. He was somewhat candidly vocal about like Russ being a problem. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like he he did not like the scheme. He felt like he like there were things they could do better without Russ there. And mm-hmm. fuck, fuck, man, it almost looks like they made Russ look better than Russ really was. Kenneth Walker is a dude, by the way. It's very good. Yeah, he is a so dude. Good. Well, then we talked about Michigan State already. I was like, just gonna say, like, is it, was he ma- was eighty percent of why they were good last year. Makes okay. sense. Mel Guys Tucker should be. One, Mel Tucker player. needs to be sending him checks every yeah. every week. Probably Mel Tucker, so. yeah. if he was coaching for the Seahawks, he'd look a lot better right now. <laughs> Seahawks have a chance <laughs> oh. with the division. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Right, they have to. I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah, they're winning it, dude. I mean, what, what's the record? Five and three. No, 
Six and two? No. Five and, oh, five and five and I think they're five and three. Well, maybe two losses, because I know they lost to the Niners. We Hold beat on, them. I'll, I'll, I'll look. And they lost to the Falcons. I think five, they have two five losses. And, five and three. Oh, it is three? Yeah. I know it's us, Falcons, and someone else. I'm not sure. But, I mean, regardless, they're, they're up a game on us right now. I mean... When you guys played them, uh, did you play them in San Fran? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Seattle, tough place to play. Very tough. Like, I, I think the Niners are clearly Those, the better team. I also Lance, think right. in Seattle, you never know. You never know. Uh, Packers 17, Bills 27. Packers suck. I'll save my Packers talk for next episode. All right. Yeah, I mean. Dude, I, not that, not, to me, not, not much to talk about here. Did, yeah. did, oh, is anybody surprised? They're, they're the Bucks. We are. We've talked about yeah. the Bucks yeah. at this point. Not like, not a lot to it. It is Packers aren't it that is. good. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers is part of the problem. And Bills Agreed. are a wagon. All right. Game of the week. Uh, Browns thirty two. Bengals. Why the 13. fuck is it the game of the week? Well, it's just the Browns <laughs> just showed their manhood on Monday Night Football. Manhood. I, mean, I think huh? that's what it is. That's what made it so great. Isn't it funny how you don't fucking do a podcast? You you didn't want to do a podcast two weeks ago when your fucking Niners lost. What are you now all of a sudden? About? When did I ever <laughs> not want to do a podcast? Oh, the, I'm not in the right headspace. When did we lose? The fucking. I forgot who you guys fucking the lost. The Chiefs? Is making things up now. No, it was before they got blown out by the Chiefs. They lost to someone else. But, I'm not going to lie, dude. That was a softball. I, just, I, I knew it wasn't the Chiefs. No. <laughs> it was the Falcons. That's what oh, we're talking yeah. about. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, speak about the game. It's just, it's one of those things where they don't play well against Cleveland for whatever reason. Um, first game without Jamar Chase, it was, you know, what was offense going to look like? They had trouble getting going. Um, and it's been kind of the same old story with, you know, the Bengals' problems this year has been elite edge rushers have caused fits against the Bengals. Miles Garrett, um, Michael Parsons, and TJ Watt. You know, those three guys absolutely wrecked the game um, and no different. And they, I, something about Cleveland, man, they just they play the Bengals tough. Joe Burrow moves to 0-4 against them because he didn't play one game. He didn't play one game uh, last year. He didn't play week 17. So... And the and the games haven't been close by any stretch of the imagination. They've been blowouts. So they blew us out last year. It's just for whatever reason we don't play Cleveland tough. It's one of those games you just kind of throw away the tape. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway from it is the, the injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't. We didn't escape without losing our best corner, Cheeto Awuzie, uh tore his ACL last night, so oh, he's out for the year. Oh, I, I, did, I didn't know that it was an ACL. Yeah, tore his ACL last night, so. Uh, that hurts. That hurts big. Sam Hubbard x-rays on his hand. I think he's going to be okay. But this game was not lined up to be good when we don't have DJ Reader. You know, we just – it's now turning to where we had a very, very good defense and now we're losing pieces. Now the offense is going to have to take over. Is this is this a real concern at this point for you? Like, are you literally, no. like, ready to be like, fuck, like, we're not going to make it this year? I, I, I mean, the division's going to be tough, but we're a game out. Like – I, I'm not there yet. I'm, I still think it's a very good football team. I mean, we're going to get Jamar back. We're going to get DJ back. Um, Logan Wilson came back, and he was really good in this game. I am worried about the secondary because Eli Apple's already hurt. Oh, fuck. So now we have – Eli Apple playing is a problem. Well, he was getting benched this he game anyways. Benched. Yeah, for Cam yeah. Taylor Britt, who I think is going to be very good. In Nebraska. Yeah. So, But no, no Cheeto, now it's like secondary. We still have two very good safeties. We have our linebackers are fine. We need DJ Reader back. I think we're going to be okay. I think the schedule lines up for us. Well, that, uh, for me, it's like this was a Super Bowl aspiration team. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think. Do you still have that chance? Of course. I mean, I don't. I don't think whenever we have the same kind of roster, there's. I don't 
count us out for that. Well, I mean, it's the same of kind of situation. Yes, we were in that same situation last year. Exact same situation. You were trending up, though. No, we lost. We got blown out by Cleveland right before the bye. Same situation as it. And then we absolutely took off after the bye. Anything can happen in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. If that's what your point is. Yes, I think it's going to be much harder, yes, to do it back-to-back years. I thought this year would be more of a, you know, let's get out to a bigger lead and win the games we're supposed to, and we're just not doing that right now. But I, I I think they're still a playoff team. I, I, I do. I think they're one of the better teams in the AFC still. I don't I think the offense is gonna be what they are when they get Jamar back. And they can win until he gets back, I think. The schedule lines up for it. I got one uh one take on this. See why I'm not attacking you. I'm just being honest here. Okay. We had a conversation. And that's all we do, Garrett. All yeah. we are is honest with this him. Is just he a, just wants to get upset. This is just a I'm not upset. Look, we I'm had fine. a conversation a few weeks a ago uh about your receiving core. Okay. And you were like very much like, oh well, like Higgins is a borderline one. Yeah. Uh, so believe it. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let me finish this point before you wreck okay. yourself. Sorry. Um, right. And then. He's already getting emotional. Yeah. Uh, Boyd. Uh, right. Boyd is. Goals. You know, you, you were saying, you know, you have three guys, right? Like basically that are all like fringe one, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yet last night, Cleveland didn't have Denzel Ward. Right. So at best, your guys are playing against number two and number three cornerbacks. Right, and they can't get open. Their the offense isn't moving the ball at all. Yeah, they scored a couple garbage touchdowns late, but to me, that shows that like these guys that you were they're good receivers. Don't be wrong, you guys are good. Have a good receiving core. They're not nearly what you thought they were. And uh, really, what I'm getting at is uh, <clears throat> Garrett Wilson would never. <laughs> so, uh, I just, you know, your your top three in the league argument. I don't know if it holds water after watching Oof. that. Oof. I, I mean, I don't think you can put that game on the receivers whatsoever. Were I they think, open? I, I who knows? They, they, we don't even get to see. I still like we're, even if we watch the <clears throat> even when Burrow had time, like dude, they were not. Yeah, it was. And I think the Browns have a pretty good defense. I mean, but Denzel Ward is elite, and he wasn't in the game. I mean, I would have to watch the actual game film because, but I know, like, if you watch just from the naked eye, it was single high, over, rolling over to the side of T. Higgins with double in the slot over Tyler Boyd, and which I knew was going to happen because, you know, when there's no Jamar Chase, you know, it takes away, you know, the, the, they can double both those other guys. So I think okay. their game plan was don't let Higgins and Boyd beat you. Can I ask you a question? Don't let two receivers beat you. I mean, like, do you think you win this game if Jamar Chase played? I don't know. That's a good question. I think the way the offense was going before this, I think it's the offense was rolling the last two weeks. I don't I don't think you would. Like, what is it? What is it that like would have changed that much? Because you're saying that's what I'm saying. You're saying that you can't even tell if they're getting open. I'm assuming because you're you're saying that he burrowed it up enough time. Which is just for me saying, I mean, obviously the offensive line is a fucking problem. You can't run the ball. And they were in the backfield all you, day. You're not, I'll tell you this, right? Like Bengals are a good team. I think that I think that they're going to be a fringe playoff team, based off of how the division well, is setting losses. up. Yeah, they're right. Like they can lose three more games, ish. Like like yeah. we, we think you, you, you that need we, to go ten and seven. Right? We think ten and seven playoffs. is probably the mark. And are they going to go six and three for the rest of the year? I'm not saying they can't, but like, but what what are the but, odds on that? But okay. They have to play the Ravens but again. Here's the thing: it's like at home. I get the energy because of the game. We have the recency bias of the game last night. But why are we not holding the energy against the Niners? Whoa, whoa, whoa. they're the same fucking record as we do. You just did. Sure, but what does but, the what does but the? We're trending up. We were trending up before this game. We won two in a row. We had a bad game. We laid an egg. Yeah, you lost to a shitty Browns team. 
Yeah, they were desperate mode. Without they were desperate. It was. I mean, the the Rams were fucking desperate at home too. This is the difference. If the playoffs started today, the Niners are in and the Bengals are not. That's fine, but if we win, like we, it's all right in front. And of you us. look at the, you look at the teams that are currently in the like, playoffs. Just, like you, you have to look at the the long. Like you said yourself, the Giants. Hey, you know, no, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about long term. You said that the. Here we go. Hey, you said <laughs> no, that the. You're, not, you're, you're not knowledgeable about what you're talking about what right you, now. He's not even saying anything. Go ahead. I, go I haven't ahead. even made a point <laughs> yeah, to be unknowledgeable about. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Go okay. The Giants are fake. Yes. Okay. Well, that's another team that the Niners don't have to compete with for a playoff spot. Okay. Well, they technically do. <laughs> they don't if they're fake. It's a freebie, and but, they're in the playoffs right now. So that's still, another spot in addition to the one that the Niners already own. They're still six and two though. Like, but if you, they're if they're still fake, they're going to win four more games. Uh, so you're saying that they're fake, but they're going to go four. But and, look at their schedule. Hold on, you're saying they're fake, but they're going to go four and six over the last ten games. And they they could. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four and five. Yeah, they could. They very well could. I know. Fucking, they could. Anything can happen. Okay. <laughs> but is that what you're betting on? Because four and five is not that fake. That's a 500 ball club for the most part. That's not. Which is what we both. Four are. and five. That's not good. It's we're, not we're good. It's home not. about four and five after starting six and two. I still think that considers yourself pretty fake. That would be losing. You know, four of your last ten games. That's pretty fake in my mind. It's still in the playoffs, though, right? Is that what we're talking about? I think that. That's yeah, because that's all I'm asking. So you think the Giants can make playoffs? I, I think they're, it's going to be close. I think it's going to be I very close. I think they're in. It's not an answer, but... Um, I think they're in. Okay, so then you look at the teams that... that the AFC, right? I'm right. not saying that, that... My argument isn't, oh, the, the, the Bengals aren't that good or this or that. I'm saying that their path is is tougher. Okay, let's okay? talk about so it. Okay, so that's what's harder. Okay, they're 4-4. Four and four. They're 0-3 in their division. All right. So the likelihood that they're going to get the division spot that's tough that's gonna not be great that's up, right? up, up, so up now you're looking up. at a wild card team okay okay and so you look at the three teams that are in right now jets dolphins chargers okay, okay. and then you look at the wait team- oh, hold on we played two of those teams so what's the head-to-head tiebreaker we have with both those teams you're still gonna have to have a better record than them but if we're tied with them we have the tiebreaker with the jets and with the dolphins okay, okay that, so that that's fine but which someone, is huge. Okay, but someone's got to win those games, right? The Patriots are four and four, same record as you guys. We play them still, so that's right in front of us. Okay, so you haven't beat them. Okay, the Browns are one game behind you, okay. and they're going to get Deshaun at the end of the year. Which who knows? But that could be who a knows? pretty big feather in their cap, right? Maybe, and they maybe already not. own the tiebreaker against you that you're talking but about. But we got to play them again. And mentally, you can't not yet. beat them. Yeah, well, and you just said that they whoop your ass every time you play them. They so. do whoop our ass every um, time, just like we. <laughs> okay, so so the only point I'm making is the the Bengal. I'm not saying they can't get in. You don't get all sensitive. No, but but you're saying like reasons they're, why they're, they're not going to get in. Of course, that's the whole point of this. That their path is harder than the Niners. Who's who's gonna? Did the Niners have a chance to win their division? Yeah, yeah. They have a great chance to win do their the division. Do the Bengals have a chance to win their division? Do they have a good chance? Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know. They're a game out. And they still get to play the Ravens at home. But but to his point, the, the path the Niners, is harder. The, Niners, the, the path is harder. No, the point the point is the Ravens are a better team than the Seahawks. That's fair. That's what it is. Like we have a better and chance because that, we're better than the Seahawks. That's a fair point. If you, you want to argue that point, be better than the Ravens. If you want to argue that point, then I don't even know what point you guys uh, are arguing at this point now. That just that the path for the Bengals is harder because all you yes. said is all you said is keep the same energy with the Niners and I'm saying that's fine I just feel like there's a recency bias because we got our ass kicked last night and the Niners won this no week. I just if think we that play, if we talked about this exact same thing last what week what conference is better AFC or NFC probably the AFC okay for sure the AFC. AFC not even that close yeah, okay for sure the what AFC. I'm saying is that you have the Bills I'm, and the, the Chiefs the Bengals like. are just 
they have a tougher road. That's okay. all that it is. And then you put on top of that that they have no Jamar Chase. They have a tough, tough task with their offensive line. They can't run the ball. Yeah. Right? Like, you just lost your number one corner for the season. Your sure. your path is tougher. Okay. I just think that's all the point is. It's not that they won't do it, not that they can't do it. We I'm really, not, we really need to move on. Yeah, I'm not yeah, betting against Joe Burrow, but their path think, is tougher, and you I know just it's think true. The, the point is, is that again, from a trending standpoint, is like even when the Niners lost the Chiefs, like we lost because the Chiefs were a lot better than us in some ways. You know what I mean? Like you guys mm-hmm. should have beaten the Browns. And that's what it comes down to. You were a better team than the Browns. Uh, yes, like, but us, like we don't. You we lost don't, to the fucking Falcons and got blown have, out in that game. Yeah, that's fine, whatever. But like we don't have like glaring won. like offensive line issues or like you have a glaring quarterback issue. No, we don't. Yes, you do. Uh, no, we don't. Okay, that's dramatic. Jimmy G's not a bad quarterback. That is not a, He's not a glaring it, quarterback issue. I don't, Again, I don't, Cody, we're not getting into this. He's taking us to two NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl. Let's move on. I, you keep saying that, but then throwing daggers. Like, all right, daggers go ahead. at what? All right, go ahead. Move on. All right, that's all we had for you uh, NFL recap. Anything else to add? Nope. <laughs> all right, Cody's upset. All right, uh, we missed UFC 280. Obviously, we're off for the last two weeks, so we'll quickly go over um, thoughts and uh, opinions on um, what we saw there. Yeah, I know we're we're going way over already. Episode one. All right, uh, we have uh, Furo <laughs> beats uh, Kaitlyn Chikagan by decision. I mean, I said it going into this fight. These were two of the same fighters fighting at this point. Boring. I mean. Furo, this isn't worth my breath talking Furo, about this the fight. fact that she wins, you know, the the third round, and it was <laughs> relatively close. Mm-hmm. I think the honest fact is Furo's going to fight Valentina and then probably get her ass fucking beat, and then we'll just do the same song. Same, same song cycle. <laughs> we thought that this was like, if she would have beaten the shit out of Chukagan, all right, sounds good. That There's a contender for Valentina, but that's just not the case. Yeah. I have nothing else to add there. Um, did you have some? No, no, no. Um, no it's not a deep breath. Just Let's get into this next fight. When this fight... Dariush beats Gamrot. This was the fight that was from a, you know, a true UFC, you know, hardcore believer and watcher. Like this fight was awesome. Like it really gave me everything delivered to contending lightweights in the division. And it was fucking awesome. I mean, uh, Benil Dariush wins uh, unanimously uh, two 30-27s, which I thought was interesting, one 29-28, but phenomenal, phenomenal fight. I'll we'll get into the judges yeah, maybe in a minute. Agreed. Um some interesting scorecards out there. Uh, but Darius won the fight, so it yeah. doesn't really matter. Right. He, he definitely won the fight. Right. And gosh, damn. He looked good doing it. Mm-hmm. He looked really good. Very and good. Uh, stylistically, the only thing I would say is if if I'm looking at who I think gives Islam the most problems in their division, right? Because yeah. Volk, we're not yeah. saying is in their division. Yeah. I, I honestly think it's 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 Darius. I just think physically... But like just just the way they styles make fights and the way that they match up, he's strong on the ground, right? Like he has like strength, yeah. you know, uh, and he's super smooth, con- composed, like, and he can stand. Well, I think going into the fight because you were big on Gamera and I was big on Darius. Yeah. I wasn't big. I just thought there were advantages, but um, I do think we were robbed. I wish this fight was five rounds. If five, five rounds, five you really rounds. wonder, right? Yeah, like, that's because then I think again, like. Saryuki and Gamrot, the fourth and fifth round was when Gamrot really kind of had his second wind and really took care of it. And I don't know if that would have happened here because Daryush looked very composed. They both could have gone five rounds. Uh, Daryush's uh, cardio looked great. He looked, so he looked better than Gamrot in this probably, fight cardio-wise. I, mean, I think part of that was just because Gamrot got dropped. Yeah. I think that wouldn't have played a factor in the bomb. fourth and fifth. Yeah, Whew. that was a fucking bomb. But um, for me, and again, I, I think technically, I think Gamrot was better in the grappling, wrestling, those areas. I thought Daryush striking and cardio was better and the physicality, which I think was what ultimately 
is what won it. Gamrock couldn't take him down when it came down to it. He just and, looked stronger. Yeah, and he I think and I think that's is what is gonna would give Makachev problems. Yeah, positionally, Gamrot was was great. Was in the better spot. Yeah, majority of the fight really. Mm-hmm. And uh, Darius was just more composed, strength. I mean, I I was and talk about a guy that's just continues to grind and win. <clears throat> what is Darius. seven seven something like that? Seven yeah. fight win streak gets I mean, good fighters. Good fighters, yeah. whether or not and. The problem with him is again, we'll talk about him, but it's like, where do you rate that Tony Ferguson win? You know, it sucks to say, but sure, that's that's what it comes down to. His, but everybody there. else was getting credit for what? beating him. <laughs> what? You're still mad about the Bengals? No, Ferguson yeah, sucks. Are. I was laughing about Ferguson. No, you're right. still mad about the Bengals. Ferguson sucks. Ferguson does suck. All right, fine. <laughs> almost, almost killed Chandler. Yeah, he did almost beat him. All right, um, Chandler sucks too. The <laughs> he hates Chandler. Chandler. Chandler almost beat Oliveira. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Oliver sucks too. Oliver is fucking terrible, obviously. <laughs> All right, uh, that one hurt. Sean O'Malley gets it done over. Let's go. Decision over Piotr Jan. Sugar show. Let's go. All right, what do you have? Sugar. I mean, I've been on them. <laughs> First got, off, it's it's sugar. I got sugar. No, <laughs> sugar, sugar, no, sugar sounds better. There's no R. I don't know what it is, but no. I mean, if anything, no matter how you score it, right? Robbery, not robbery. You know, he lost. He won. He deserved to be in this fight. Okay, Resi- right. resident Peter Jan, uh, Homer, Kev, right? Which, yes, I am. Uh, it's all right. It's what it is, right? Yeah. That. Uh, robbery. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, like you texted me. You said that he won every round. I thought he could. I there's a legitimate argument, and again, fine. Give the third round to Sean O'Malley, and that, and I'd say okay, that's the one that I'd be fine with. But I, I think it was pretty clear that he won one and two at least. I really I thought do. one was close. One like, was close. And I agree. And one this, was close. And my text message <laughs> to everyone after was Did Sean did Peter Yan win the fight? Yes. Did Sean O'Malley deserve to be in the ring with him? Yes. And like that was what was the most impressive thing for me for this fight for Well, Sean no one O'Malley. thought he, he deserved to be. Then that, and that's because again, I thought Peter Yan was gonna run right through him. I really did. And he didn't. It was a good fight. It was. Again. Dude, that's another and fight. And even me saying robbery, I don't even believe that it was truly, truly a robbery because ultimately I know how things judge. And for some reason, judges just hate Piotr Jan. They just fucking don't like the way he fights because the the, the, the issue ahead. that I... Uh, the, the I, I, I want to go after you because I know what you're going to say because I want to combat it a little okay. bit. Because I know what so you're going to say. I, I, to give Jan a little bit of this, I, to be fair, I actually had Jan winning. Okay, yeah. So I did score Jan for the win, but I thought razor thin. I really thought that it was going to be a split yeah, decision. Robbery. I thought it was going to be 29-28 split decision yawn, yeah. and with a yawn win. That's basically what I thought um, was going to happen. I was, you know, which I guess is what happened, right? But, um, That's what could have, should have. Uh, yeah. But yawn lost to Sterling Y. What was the, he lost the decision to Sterling Y because of control. Control time two and three and then one, just not enough volume, I but, guess. But, but really it was like control, right? Yeah. Like that was what Aljo got credit for. Yeah. And he beat and he lose that fight because of control. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then he goes, <laughs> he goes out and he definitely him. has the control time against Sugar and he lose like they're not the same fight. There's different, a lot more damage on both sides. Yeah. But they fucked each other up in this fight. But but I do I do feel for Jan because he lost a fight for not having enough control, and then he also loses a fight despite having more control. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, all the right? guy's fucking leaning over the at the edge of the cliff right now. Like yeah yeah three fight win. Well three... again, and that's my problem is Piotr Jan to me is a pound for pound top five fighter in the UFC, and the fact that he's on a two fight lose, losing streak and doesn't have a fucking belt is just 
a yeah, crime. I don't know if I agree, but it's a um, crime. I think he's top ten, but I don't think he's top five. I just but, think pound for pound, like as far as like he doesn't have a weakness. He checks every fucking part for yeah, he but, can't he's, but he's not elite enough in one spot. He doesn't finish two fucking guys. He can't finish now. Well, not like, he doesn't. Sand Hagen's very tough. Yeah. I mean. So like, I will say uh, the argument for sugar that like I don't disagree with at all is what matters more damage or control right damage it's, ultimately is what should be but my, i agree yeah and and who did more damage i don't think like i think it was both took damage don't get me wrong yeah. but i mean i watched the fight a second time i think o'malley clearly did more damage okay than yon it was close but significant strikes outstruck him significant strikes by 30 strikes mm -hmm. that's not you know that's, that's not insignificant yeah. right um so i do think he was hurting him more he, he was feeling a more dude sugar took his shots and, and really took him well yeah, has a chin on it and i get the damage and i get the striking numbers but i also <laughs> think like if you want to talk damage like i think o'malley was really fucking hurt in that fight too oh he like, admitted that it. second round when he wobbled yon and then yon wobbled him right fucking back it was a phenomenal fight again 100%. Like, at this just, point dude, like it doesn't truly matter in the long yeah. run like yon's the number two ranked guy like sugar goes to one okay cool but like it was a great fucking fight. Yon's I just fighting one if, if he stays in the UFC. He's fighting yeah. one fight and then he's in the title. Again. Yeah. Like, like it's not that yeah. big of a deal. But I, I just I do hate the narrative that like this was a robbery. It was not. A robbery. Be this was a very close fight. Yeah, we'll talk about it next episode. Because <coughs> right, I don't want to. As I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Lead into okay, something yeah. later, but right. it was a good fight. Like again, I'm I don't want to take anything away. All right, uh, Makashev. You skipped TJ. Oh fuck. Okay. All right. We don't. I mean, I have a lot on that. Honestly. The only thing I have, which is kind of pissing me off about it, is apparently he hurt his shoulder like a couple months ago, and yeah. like but he said he, he who was his sparring partner, and they're like, yeah, it would pop, it popped out a couple times when he sparred. Well, he, like, I mean, take it for what you will. He said over twenty times in his camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, and, and I get and, it. You're putting food on your table. You're gonna fight no matter what, but it kind of hurts us. Like it hurts the fans. It hurts your money. Yeah, like. Yeah, it hurts I mean, my money. It hurts your bank. Fucking just tell me. Like, I would have bet. <laughs> I would have bet on Sterling. Like, fuck, just tell me. I, uh, I don't have much on this fight. It's really upsetting. Obviously, I TJ is going to be go down as one of my favorite fighters. Um, again, another guy that just tech checks every box for me as far as just like yeah. a really good fighter. Um, Once he got popped for juice, it all went downhill. Yeah. Well, it's just probably wouldn't have popped out if he was next me. <laughs> yeah, if he had His it. Joints were, if he had it, he would have been good. His fucking joints are so fucked up. But bro. Sterling wins again. Another just the fucking <laughs> the worst. I text Kevin. Champ. I text Kevin. I was like, the luckiest fucking champ. Dude gets though. his belt by getting a fucking illegal knee. Illegal knee. Retains Rocks. it by a very questionable decision victory. And then a, and then a legends shoulder pops. Out. And then and then wins his defense. I guess his second defense, but his defense. Yeah. Uh, due to a fucking injury. Like the guy fucking sucks. The guy's a horseshoe. It's his just ass, unfortunate so. because. Like, he, in a weird way, like, demands, like, respect and, like, just some kind of, like, authority now because, like, he has defended it twice. Like, you know, there's always thing where it's, like, not that many people have defended it. The judges defended it the like first that. time like, and uh, the fucking did also, doctor defended it the second like, time. He, he, he now is, like, making statements and, like, demands where it's, like, <clears throat> we almost have to listen to him or else, like, he's just going to hold up the fucking division now. Like, Sidebar, did That's, you see, like, his net worth just hit a million? Like, he said that? Like, he was, like, proud of it? Like... I mean, I get why you're proud of it, but like, I feel like he'd make more money than that by now. Well, he's he's the least marketable champion there is. Yeah, like, no one likes him. But and, just, and and he can't demand much, dude, because Dana hates him. And Dana hates him, but also and Dana like, will have an interim. Fight. I mean, look at the problem look, is, look at Ngannou. He doesn't give a fuck if you don't yeah, fight. Like, yeah. he's gonna put an interim but, belt. But up. the problem is, 
with the bantamweight division is like he has legitimate stars in that division that need to fight him yes you know like again <clears throat> sean o'malley said it. it's like sterling is not the money fight I'm the money fight. Yon's a money fight. Dillashaw's a money fight. Like I actually hate Sterling that. is the least money fight. I hate that division. he's gonna probably fight. I know O'Malley because I'm like I'm not convinced O'Malley's the number one contender. Yeah, also true. Yeah, and it's like, dude, you, you don't, don't think the easiest champion, fucking you route. Don't, like, you <laughs> don't think the champion's a champion, and you don't think the number one contender's the no, number one contender. No, it's, like, it's like Jesus. Dude. That's what's unfortunate about that division. But you have to do it. Yeah. You know, you have to do it because I just hate him. I just want someone to. The UFC is a little bit more. You know, <clears throat> things happen because they want it to happen. Then we think that what's is. funny. That's all I'm going to say. I will sugar Sean O'Malley one. He gets a rub Dude, because once Aljo loses, which may take one more title fight. Yeah. I think he goes on like a three or four fight win streak because then he starts to have fight fight down these guys. That I don't think he can beat mm -hmm. and he can't pick them. And I, Dude, I think he loses three or four in a row. Well, yeah, it's like you go from champ to losing like Cheeto. You know, yeah. I mean, there's guys down there that are fucking killers. You got to fight Yon again. He'll fight Sanhagen again. Sanhagen. You know, like. Sanhagen's going to beat him. Right. Like, there's those fights. Like, it's tough. So, anyway, let's get to Makashev and uh, Oliveira. I mean, incredibly disappointing. A lot of us are Charles Oliveira. Um, we really love him. And uh, it just wasn't the same Charles in there. Yeah, sad. Like, was, was that how you felt? Like, was it like Charles was off or was this the dominance of Islam? This is how I felt. Dustin looked against Charles when they fought. Like, I thought Dustin looked pretty good. Dustin looked real good. Yeah, that uh, first round. Dustin almost him. finished him. No, but I at no point did Charles look like he was dangerous. I yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't know. I felt like Charles handicapped Dustin in that fight to where like he fought kind of scared. Well, he had to in the second and third. Yeah. I mean, he did, but he I mean he also nearly knocked him out. Yeah. Put he, him on his ass. Like at what point did you feel like But that's just how Oliveira gets the fight started every every time. I mean, that is true. But, but it didn't work. I don't know. It didn't work this time. Well, this time it didn't feel happened. like that's what happened. But, no. So <laughs> what do you think? Was this was this Islam's dominance or was this Charles? I think a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for Charles because I feel like the guy's been nothing but be the most exciting lightweight champion of arguably fucking all time. And like... Consistently because yes, dude, Dana just fight. won't reward him. It fucking irritates me, dude. Like he won't even give him his fight in his country. Instead, he now has to fight the most feared <clears throat> lightweight contender, and freaking in more his backyard. And then tells yeah, go to Abu Dhabi and fight him, yeah. where he's getting booed after he just lost his belt over a controversial weigh-in. Yeah, like dude, I just feel bad for him. Yeah. Like mentally, how much that guy has to come over, come you know, get over and. But I did feel like he was he was timid, right? Like he looked off his didn't his timing was off. He didn't have you know he wasn't measuring distance very well. Yeah, he I was think. not reckless. I kind of get why. Um, I also think I, I think the fight's different if it's in a different place. I, I for I, like, me, I think the biggest issue was an area that I thought Charles had a significant advantage was striking, and he didn't. Dude, like he looked Islam, like the worst. He looked like the the worst striker islam stood in front of him and was winning the stand the striking oh, one battle. all all the stand -up. all the exchanges yeah islam was winning them i was like winning them bad okay yeah like okay like charles <clears throat> where's the guy like yes he knocked him down in that last se sequence but he also like tagged rattled him, him on a few him. like he like would lose his footing sometimes he tagged like, him he tagged him fuck? 15 seconds into the fight yeah and i don't even think like yes i think islam did look okay striking but also like charles did He's looked so much better in previous fights, striking wise. Like that was what was well. Really Dustin's a great striker, right? Yes, like of technical, great he's a better boxer. He's probably the best boxer 
in that division. Yeah, and and Charles was stood fine. in front of him. Yeah, so it was stood weird. In front of him, he got knocked down, but he stood in front of him. It was weird. Uh, I think it was a little bit of both. I think Charles didn't look great. wasn't wasn't really all there, and I think Islam is really that dominant. Yeah, nothing else to say there. Let's move on. Um, let's go to the main event from this past weekend. We have Calvin Cater. Um, we don't. I haven't really heard as far as like the extent of the knee injury as of right now. I haven't but, seen either. Have you heard anything? Um, no, I haven't. They were saying there was a pop in the ring when it happened. It, like it might have been an Achilles <clears throat> almost too. I know they were saying knee, but if you watch the video, it almost looks like his his calf Achilles area might have oh. popped. Yeah, it, it wasn't pretty, obviously. So he goes down in the first. They try to go back in the second. He was w- moving okay. Takes a step back, blows it out again. Um, so Arnold Allen wins via technical knockout. Unfortunate given the circumstance because I really do think we were robbed of a what was going to be a really, really good fight, like a really good five mm-hmm. round competitive fight. Um, what I will say is Ar- Ar- Arnold Allen won that first round and was looking very was looking very good. Yeah, he, yeah. he looked really good. Um, see why you got anything specific on this? No, I, I like both these guys. You wanted to see a war. That's what you wanted. I mean. I think you you put it in our group text of just Allen's a class act and I mean he is I mean yeah. he's I, I mean I wanted Cater to win Cater's my guy but I think <clears throat> Arnold Allen has a chance to be elite in this class I think he I think he really does he's a very good fighter yeah no I I like Arnold Allen and again it was a hard fight for me to watch because these are both kind of like money trained guys for me like Arnold Allen doesn't lose fights you know like no. he's he's way more measured his volume is lower but you could even tell like Cater definitely was working the jab and doing those things a little bit more but then like careful when arnold allen would go they were going oh you know yeah I mean? they were landing and that's he's just he just picks and chooses yes, but when he, he goes job. foots on the gas pedal yeah and i think uh he's gonna give some problems in the future and we'll talk about you know potential matchups for that division in a little bit but um I, I like it moving forward i just hope that the ufc rewards him for this win given what we saw in that first round and doesn't necessarily think like he looked like Pass the. Over. I mean, it's one round, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean anything. He looked like the better fighter. Yeah. One round. In one round. Agreed. But. All right. Well, that's episode one of the week. Our recap reaction to the week. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with episode two. All the news and topics of the week. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe.